What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Lifestyle Nutrition Podcast. We got another awesome one today, an episode that is just super near and dear to my heart and something that I take a lot of pride in helping people with. And it's all about optimizing your health and metabolism so that you feel amazing and can actually accelerate that fat loss process. And so this is something I'll just talk about everything that goes in to optimizing your health and metabolism in my eyes, because this is what I do in my first phase of my program, which is called optimization. And so that's what we're going to do and talk about today. I'm going to give you tons and tons of tips around this stuff. Hopefully you can provide some value or hopefully you can get some value from it. And if you're new, thanks for joining you know, the goal of this podcast is to really help all of you be able to go about health and go about fat loss in a sustainable way that allows you to actually keep the results for life. Because that's that's what it's all about. There's way too many people out there these days that are, you know, doing really big, quick fixes, doing super low calories, doing super uh, a ton of restriction, doing all these fat diets out there and really just get themselves into a place where they feel terrible. They're not sleeping good. They don't have energy. They don't feel good about themselves. They're not confident and they can't lose weight or lose fat to save their lives. And we want to make sure that you're not in that, in that amount of people. And if you are, that you can get out of it because that's where I was at. At one point I was in a really, really bad spot. And it's something I've talked about on the podcast a few times, you know, especially the episode that we did just way back where it was just, you know, my story and my struggles. You know, I talked about all the things that I've gone through from the binge eating, from the the body image struggles, the scale issues, the the poor relationship with food and exercise and just driving myself into the ground, the sleep struggles I've had, the stress, this high, high stress, low energy, no productivity, like all these things I've gone through and been able to get to the other side of. And so that is why I do what I do. That's why I coach people. That's why I, I do this podcast as well as to help all of you out there be able to get the right information to help yourself move forward. Because we are in a day and age where everybody is talking about move less or <laughs> move more, eat less, eat less, exercise more, eat less, exercise more. And, you know, that can work for certain people, right? That can work for certain people who are already eating, probably overeating or not moving at all, right? But if you're in a spot where you've been just constantly doing that, you've gotten yourself into a spot where you're eating super low calories and you're moving a ton and your body is so stressed. Your body is so stressed that it's not, it's actually holding on to everything. It's holding on to body fat. And that's what our bodies will do when they're stressed. And then you get into the point where, you just, you can't lose weight. You can't lose fat to save your life. And we don't want you to get there. And so hopefully today you're going to get a lot of information. Well, I know you are, but hopefully you can take it and you can apply it to your life and be able to make some awesome strides. That's what I want from this episode. It's all around health, metabolism. My favorite thing I take, oh, I love, I love just talking about this topic. I love, you know, helping my clients with this topic. My big, big passion is helping people feel better. I think it's so awesome because I take a lot of pride in growth. I take a lot of pride in feeling good and productivity. And, you know, I know that you can't be the best version of yourself if you don't feel good. And so that is why I take a lot of pride in that is I know the benefits it has. And I know also that once you feel good, fat loss becomes easy. And so a lot of people's goal is to lose fat, it's to lose weight. And, you know, they kind of go right into a calorie deficit, right? They go right into a calorie deficit and they're basically already stressed and they're putting more stress on an already stressed body, right? And, and we, we know that, that stress causes a lot of issues. So 
when stress comes on to somebody who's already stressed, it's going to cause a lot more issues. And so with that, let's get right into it. I'll skip the fluff today. You know, we, we've been, uh, we've been having a lot more people on the podcast, which has been awesome. I've been learning a lot. I've been just loving actually like being able to interview people, being able to hear other people's story, being able to give you all out there who listen to our podcast every week, just some more different points of view and different topics that, uh, that we can talk about here on the podcast and, and hopefully just continue to get you into a better split place with your health and with your, your fat loss results. And so right away, I'll get into it. Like I said, today, I'm going to talk about how you can optimize your health and your metabolism and really what that means. And, and for me, like I said, my first phase of my program, which is called the lifestyle method is optimization. And this is where we optimize your health. We optimize your, your metabolism. We get you into a place where you are building a great foundation for fat loss, because let's be honest, if you don't have a good foundation, you're not going to be able to keep the results. It's like, it's like if you put up a, a house, right? If you try to put up a house without pouring a foundation first, you know, you might be able to get some walls up, but like that shit's going to come crashing down at a certain point. And so that's what happens if you don't focus on the foundational pieces that I'll, that I'll touch on here today as well before you go into fat loss is, is you, you, you see all these people, the 90% of people who end up gaining the weight back. Right. And so we don't want that. Also fixing your current struggles is what I, what I talk about in this as well. And what I mean by struggles is it's, you know, all these different things that I struggle with, right. The binge eating, the, the scale, sleep, body image, stuff like that. And, and how we go about doing that, stepping into a new identity. You know, I think that's kind of at the core of any sort of change is that if we keep being and living as the same person that we are, we're not going to be able to actually see long-term results because we're going to keep slipping in to those, those previous habits, those old patterns. And so stepping into a new identity. And then lastly, breaking false beliefs, you know, something that is, is very, very difficult to do, but you know, is something that, you know, it's those anchors that are holding you back, right? It's like almost like attached to that new identity or that old identity is, is these anchors of false beliefs that keep pulling you in the wrong direction. And so we'll talk about all that and right away I'll get into metabolism. And so the first thing is, you know, I talk about what optimization is building up your metabolism, right? And this can mean a lot of different things. First off for a lot of people, that, that I work with, they're not eating enough, right? And I think that that's a pretty blanket thing. I, I don't want to say blanket, but like it's a, a definitely a thing that a lot of people struggle with is they're not actually eating enough. They think they're eating too much, but they're not actually eating enough, right? And so what we need to do is we need to build up your calories if you're in that spot, right? And what I like to do is 50 to 100 calories a week. So let's see, say somebody started eating 1,200 calories a week or 1,200 calories a day, what we would do the next week is we move them up to, let's say, 1275 a day and then 1350. And you go up by the 50 to 100 calories a week until you get up to their maintenance, right? Or around where their maintenance is, which you kind of track, you know, track things like weight, you track things like how they feel, you know, for you out there listening, that's what you'd want to track because make sure you're tracking things like your energy, your sleep, the amount of sleep, you know, your stress levels. You could track things uh, like your weight as well, just to, to see with that actually, you know, like kind of zeroing out or, you know, I've also had a lot of people in this phase lose weight. You know, I had a, a, a client, Brittany, lose 35 pounds during the course of this phase. We increased her calories by close to 1500 and she lost 35 pounds during that. I've had plenty of clients lose five, 10 pounds, 20 pounds throughout this. You know, it's not, 
not everybody, but you know, when our bodies are super duper stressed and we're, you know, and we're eating super low calories, maybe we're moving too much as well. Once we get a little bit more calories, it can reduce that load of stress on the body and our bodies start to shed that body fat and start, you start to see the weight come off a little bit. The second thing of building up that metabolism is just focusing on getting stronger in the gym, you know, incorporating resistance training. If you're not doing it, you know, starting to do it, meet yourself where you're at, you know, starting to get in the gym one, two times a week, or, you know, you could use things like bands. You could use things like your body weight. You could use like dumbbells at your house, like whatever, whatever works for you, starting to get some resistance training going. Cause if we can, especially paired with the increase in calories, if we can get your resistance training, you can start to build some more muscle, which is going to increase your, your maintenance calories as well, which is great. Like muscle is just, it's like currency for the body, right? It's, it's linked to a lot more longevity. It's linked to, to obviously more calories is going to make our lives easier, right? We're going to be able to, to incorporate our favorite foods more often. We're going to be able to, you know, have some more days out or, you know, date nights with our, with our husband or our wife and, and not have to worry as much because we're able to eat more calories without gaining weight. Another one, building up your, your protein intake is also in, in, inside building up your metabolism because first off, protein is great for helping preserve muscle right? It's helping for preserve that ultimate currency of the body. It's also going to help you build muscle in certain situations, especially if you are increasing your calories, right? Like if you get some more protein going, you're going to have a higher chance at that. It's also got a higher thermic effect of feeding, which just means that you're literally going to burn more calories from protein, you know, digesting it. So it's like, I believe it's like 10 to 35%. Don't quote me on that. Somewhere in like the, you know, upwards of like, you know, 35% of, of the calories from protein will be burned off during digestion. So like literally, you know, if I had a hundred calories of protein, you know, around 30 of that would be burned off just me eating it and digesting it. Right. So like you can see how, if your calories get up a little, if you get a lot more protein in, you know, you can have just a lot better, a lot faster metabolism. And also it's going to make your life a lot easier when you do go into fat loss and you are just, you're able to, to eat some more protein. Also, it's very satiating. So it's going to keep you fuller for longer, which doesn't have, have necessarily to do as much with the metabolism. Other things that I will talk through in this next thing, you know, movement, hydration, all things that can help just get your metabolism up as well. And are just great things when it comes to health. Secondly is building up an amazing foundation for fat loss. So, you know, we have the optimization of health and metabolism, First, building up your metabolism, right? You know, and, and if you're not somebody who is eating too low calories, you know, for you, it could mean like bring your calories down a little bit. If you're already eating in a surplus and you're overeating, you know, bring your calories down a little bit. It's all about, you know, what I kind of think of optimizing your metabolism. For for most people, it's just going to be, let's get you to maintenance and, and get you into a place where we can fix all of the, the struggles going on. And so if you're eating too low, it means building you up. If you're eating, you know, too high calories, it means maybe bringing those calories down to maintenance so that we can actually allow your body to, to be in the place where it can heal all of the things that are going on and get you into the best place with your health possible. And so number two is, like I said, building an amazing foundation for fat loss. And so this will also help. A lot of these things will help build up your metabolism, right? Because when our bodies, when we're feeling better, when our bodies are in a better place with all these things, which are sleep, stress, hydration, quality foods, daily movement, and consistent exercise. 
That's what I call the foundational aspects because, and I also call them the basics because they are the literally the basics of what we need to see the results with our health, with our fat loss, with all these things. Like there's not, there's no bells and whistles here. Like this, it's all simple stuff. There's not this ex- like crazy formula that you need to follow that's going to lead you to feel amazing and and be able to achieve this this amazing fat loss results that you're after, right? It is the basics. It is the basics. And first off, I'll talk about sleep. So when it comes to sleep, you know, sleep's obviously, I think sleep and stress are just like the two biggest, biggest things that you could do to transform your life, right? If you can get into a good place with your sleep, it is the best stress management tactic, first off. You're going to have so much more energy throughout the day. You're going to have so much more productivity. Like it is the cascading of everything that you want, right? Like it is going to make you feel so much more amazing. I know that when I, I was in the past, somebody who did not sleep well, I had terrible quality of sleep. I didn't, didn't get as much sleep as I, as I needed. And once I was able to, to start getting that in the right direction, it's crazy. The results I started to get, like with my mind as well, like just concentration, focus, all of these things happen. And so when it comes to developing, just in progressing your sleep and getting into a really good place with that, first off, maximize that sleep, right? Like, you know, I, I've talked to way too many people who are, who are sleeping four or five hours a night, right? That's just not enough for anybody. And, and if you are in a spot where it's like, you know what, Alex, I am maximizing it. Like that's all I can get. Then, you know, we'll just have to focus on the habits but know that you're, you're shortchanging yourself for sure. Like if you can possibly get up to, to like seven hours a night, like you are going to feel so much better. Also focusing on the habits around quality sleep, right? Like you could have seven, eight, nine hours of sleep and not get good quality of sleep. And, and you're going to feel like you're not rested in the morning. You're going to have those drags and energy throughout the day, maybe that afternoon slump. And so just some things, obviously this is super individualized, right? Like there's a lot of different things that go into sleep. But a good place to start is room conditions, right? Like making sure your room is cool, it's dark. You know, there's not a lot of noise that's coming in and waking you up throughout the night, that you have comfortable bedding. These are some simple things that can be some quick changes. Um, some, some other things like a nighttime routine, you know, having a hard cutoff time from any sort of work, mental stimulation, stress, things like that. And then doing some relaxing things before bed. You're gonna help you get into a place where you're relaxed and you're able to get to sleep a lot easier at night, having a consistent sleep schedule. So like going to bed and trying to wake up around the same times are going to like reinforce your circadian rhythm or that like 24 hour clock that our body runs on and, and just make it easier to, to go to sleep at night and wake up in the morning feeling good. Like you reinforce that over time and it just makes sleep quality just go through the roof. And another thing with your circadian rhythm is just getting out walking in sunlight in the morning or just get out in the sunlight and you can go sit on your porch or whatever. And if you're, you just get some rays in you, like that's a great, great way to, to reinforce that circadian rhythm, like in the morning within the first like 60 minutes and, you know, also movement and exercise. So that'll help increase like what's called like sleep pres- pressure, which is kind of like just allowing you to sleep harder at night, you know, sleeping, just better sleep quality comes from from movement exercise. It's one of the biggest, biggest things I see with my clients is like, once we can get their, their movement up, if they're like, not very, if they're very sedentary, or if we can get them into an exercise routine, they, they start to see these amazing changes with their sleep. Number two is stress, right? So stress like is, like I said, sleep and stress are two of the biggest things that'll make fat loss impossible. They're going to make you feel like crap if you are not in a great place with these things. And so 
first off, when it comes to like lowering stress, right? It's just, I, I have like five steps that I use and this is, you can just work your way through it. And, you know, first off, let's become aware of those stressors, right? Figure out what are the things in my life that are causing me stress? Because if we're aware of them, then we can figure out if there's certain ones we can limit, eliminate, or if we have to just manage them, right? Because there's going to be certain things throughout our life and our day that we will have to just like manage. Or it's like, you can't get rid of, you know, your family, right? <laughs> you can't get rid of your family. So like, you know, if there's certain things, like I always use the example of like alcohol, right? Like a lot of people, they drink too much. That was me in the past, right? I And that was a huge stressor in my life was just drinking tons and tons of alcohol. And I, I have nothing against alcohol, but, you know, it is a big stressor and a poison toxin on the body. So like if you're drinking tons of it and you're super duper stressed, it's probably a good thing to limit or start to limit to, to be able to help lower your stress. And so get all those stressors on the page. The numbers, number two, step number two is to sleep, you know, get your, maximize your, your quality sleep you're getting. So like go back to, to what I just said on sleep. Sleep is literally the number one stress management tactic out there. It is the number one stress management tactic. Like among other things, if you have really high stress, focus on getting your sleep in a good place. And, and I guarantee you that your stress will start to go down. Now, step number three is preventative stress management. So having a tactic, so that I would call this getting ahead of stress. And so I like to use this in a morning routine. First off, just have one thing in the morning that you do that gets you into a good headspace for the day, right? Like an example is I like to meditate in the morning, right? I get myself in a good headspace. I meditate and I do gratitude. So I flood myself with what I'm grateful for, you know, family, friends, my clients, um, the roof over my head, the water I'm able to drink, the food I'm able to buy, all of these things I'm grateful for. I flood myself with that in the morning and it, it puts me in such a great headspace for the day. Find something that works for you. Trial and error is a great way to go about it. Step four is in the moment stress management. So this is something that like you can do when, when you actually feel stress rising or you feel stress is already high, right? And so what we want to do is like something as simple as like three deep breaths, right? Like I like to do like a deep breath in for, for four seconds through the nose and then eight seconds out through the mouth. It's a great way. You do that like three, four times. You're going to feel a lot more relaxed and you can kind of, you can control your emotions through breath, which is, it's a great way to, to be able to change your state is by controlling your breathing. And so that's why I like to use that for my in the moment, but find something that works for you and use that then. And step number five is doing something that you love each day and week and interacting with friends, family on a regular basis. So doing something you love when you're looking forward to something like it is like, doesn't your week just change? Like when you have something, you're like, oh, on Saturday, I got this, like I got golf on Saturday. Like I am like a kid in the candy store, right? And so like, if you have regular things that you're doing throughout the day, throughout the week, that you are excited about, you are going to lower that stress. You're going to be in a better place and you're going to, you're going to feel better overall. And then like interacting with other people, like they've actually done studies on this. I actually listened to a podcast that Ed Milet did not too long ago with this guy who was a part of this like large study, just that they did like 85 year study of just people from when they were at like in college, like and then they were, you know, they, they died and they were following their kids and like, they, they were able to see. And he said like the number one thing that, that showed happiness within all of these groups of people that they watch for all this period of time. And they're still doing this is inner is connections with other people. And so like being connected with friends, family, like on a regular basis, whether that's through calls, zooms, 
um, you know, meeting people in public, like that is heavily, heavily linked to happiness. And so, you know, it's a great way to bring stress down. Hydration is the next point of foundation. So developing a great foundation requires hydration. I won't go too much into this, but our bodies are literally 60% water and it's involved in just about every process that runs in the body. So if you're not drinking enough water, naturally everything's going to slow down, right? That includes your metabolism. You're not going to feel very good. Sleep might get worse. Stress will increase. Like all of these things will happen when you're not getting enough water in. And so search for, you know, try to get to half your body weight in ounces of water daily. So like if you're a 200 pound person, you know, try to get hundred ounces daily. And, you know, if you're in warmer climates or if you're sweating a lot, increase that. You're not going to be mad at yourself for getting like a little bit more water in. You're going to generally feel better. And I see this, this can be something that can change overnight for people. You know, once you start actually going from like not drinking water to drinking like actually enough water that you need, like it's a game changer for, like I said, sleep, stress, energy levels, things like that. That, that could be lacking for you. And then electrolytes, you know, is a great thing. If you're like sweating a lot as well, replace your, those with electrolytes. It's going to help you feel better as well. The fourth thing of foundation is quality foods. And so I also won't go too deep into this as well, but like, you know, if we're getting more quality foods, naturally we're going to feel better because we're having more what are called micronutrients, you know, these vitamins and minerals in these foods that are going to help our bodies run smoother. And so, you know, I always like to, to tell people, Search for that 80-20. This is like the 80% nutritious whole foods, the 20% not as nutritious foods. And this is going to help you be able to incorporate those favorite foods, in, right? Like those not as nutritious foods, those fun foods. You can do pizza, ice cream, candy, you know, brownies, whatever, whatever is your jam. Like mix those things in. It's going to make your plan more sustainable. And you're also incorporating a lot of quality foods to keep you feeling good. Because that's a great, great way to, to get you feeling good, to have more energy, less stress, more better sleep, like all those things that I keep talking about and going back to are the foundation really of, of feeling your best. Like if you have those three things, like if you have energy, low stress and you're sleeping good, like everything else is going to be in a great spot, most likely. And so, and also when it comes to food quality, like add instead of subtract is what I like to say as well. Like don't try to like just get rid of all these foods, right? Like it definitely doesn't generally doesn't work as well that way. If you can focus on like adding some more veggies in, like if you're somebody who doesn't have very high food quality, focus on adding a few veggies in throughout the day. Like, oh, let's go up to three servings of veggies. And, you know, naturally, if you can do that, you can add more quality foods in, you're going to start to eliminate some of those less quality foods from your plan naturally. This fifth aspect of a foundation daily or is a uh, daily movement. So daily movement, amazing thing. Focus on a step goal, right? Like you're going to feel so much better when, you know, when we're sedentary, like you, you naturally feel like crap, right? Like if you're just always sitting around, you don't feel good. I think a buddy of mine's like an object in motion stays in motion and object at rest stays in, at rest. It's like the Newton's whatever law, you know, like, and, and I was like, that's actually a really good way to, to put it. Like when you, when you're on the couch and you can stay glued to the couch, but if you're moving, you generally, you keep moving and you feel better that way. And so try to try to get yourself going towards a step goal for the day or like a number of minutes that you want to walk throughout the day. And I guarantee you that you will feel a lot better. It's going to set the stage for a lot better health, a lot better sleep, you know, a lot better energy, lower stress, things like that. Like there's so many benefits of getting movement in. Like my mindset is so much better when I'm able to, to walk, I'm able to work through my problems, I'm able to listen to podcasts, learn a little bit. There's a lot of awesome things that can happen there. Not to mention that you are in sunlight too, which, which has a lot of great benefits being outside. 
And the last one on building a great foundation is consistent exercise routine. And so I talked about this a little bit, you know, biggest thing with this is like, meet yourself where you're at. Don't think you have to go up to like five days a week, like start with one, two, don't be afraid to do it at home with your body weight, with resistance bands, whatever you got to do, start getting some, some nice workouts in, start building up that. And, and you will start to set yourself up to first off, like be able to preserve muscle during fat loss. You also be able to build muscle, which is like we talked about, it's one of the best things linked to more longevity, longer life, which is what a lot of people want, right? Being here as long as we can for kids, for your family, all these people that we love. And then the last few aspects that I include in my optimization phase. And so this is stuff that you could work on. Like first off, fixing any of the current struggles that you have. Like this is huge. We do this at maintenance because if you're trying to fix certain things that are wrong, like it's impossible to do it when you're in a calorie deficit, right? Like when we're putting stress on our body, it's tough to fix things like binge eating, right? Like when I'm eating less food, how am I going to fix binge eating? Cause like that's could be triggered from that, right? Like it's tough to fix body image issues that way. It's tough to fix, you know, the sleep struggles, like high stress, right? Like if I'm already high stress and I'm trying to go into a calorie deficit, I'm putting stress on somebody who's already stressed, right? That's going to cause a lot of problems because we said that stress is one of the biggest things that makes fat loss impossible, right? It makes feeling good tough because it's just one of those, it throws a wrench in everything. It'll lead you to holding on to body fat. And so like, if you're going through any of these current struggles, binge eating, emotional eating, body image, poor relationship with food or exercise, you know, all, all of those things in foundation where you're not, you know, not moving, you're don't have an exercise routine. You, you're not staying hydrated. You're not sleeping good. You're high stress, you're low energy, things like that need to be fixed while you're at maintenance. You know, if you're, if, if you're at maintenance, it's going to be a great, great time to get into a better place here. And let's be honest, these things aren't going to go away just because you lost weight, right? Like they're still going to linger. And so we might as well fix them before to really make your life a lot easier and make sure they're not continuing to peek their head in. And I won't go into how to fix all those things on, on today's podcast, but I'm sure I know some of these are probably all of those things we've actually talked about at one point or another. And the last two things are stepping into a new identity and breaking false beliefs. And so identity is huge because I believe I said this at the start of the podcast, but like if we continue to live the same way that we're living, say I want to lose fat, right? Or I want to feel better. If I keep doing the same things that I'm doing, I'm not going to be able to accomplish the goal, right? Like if, if you don't change you don't change, right? Like if you don't, if you don't change, you're not going to get to where you want to be. Like, because obviously what you're doing now isn't working, right? And so we need to step into a new identity. And so understanding who are you now? You know, what are you getting now? Who do you want to become? You know, write that down, like write down what the habits that person is that you want to re- like has that you want to become, you know, visualize that. Like, I, I think I'm huge on visualization and visualizing who I want to become. And, and I've actually been able to although this is one of those struggles for me, for sure, is that, you know, falling back into old patterns here and there, I've been able to break through a lot of those, those things that have kind of lingered in my life because I've stepped into, to a new identity. Right. And I, I'm always reworking this and I'm always like, I still have some things that, like I said, some, some anchors that still pull me back, but I keep trying to work and keep trying to reinforce that new identity and keep trying to visualize 
who I want to become and who my, what my dreams are and stepping into that, that person who achieves the goals that I'm after. Right. And so if you can do that, if you can like write down just who you really want to be and you can start to visualize that on a daily basis, you can start to, to, to move towards it because like we have, um, our RAS our our re- I can't think of what activating system RAS. I forgot what the, the acronym stands for, but you know, it's in our, it's in our brain and literally like, basically it's like what you focus on is what you get, right? Like, so if you're constantly focusing on negative things, you're going to get negative things in your life. If you're constantly focusing on failure and this kind of goes into false beliefs, which I'll go into right now, you know, if you're focusing on failure, if you're focusing on negative things, you're going to get those things in your life. You're going to you're going to see those things everywhere. It's like, you know, I, I know like if you like have some new thing that you buy or whatever, like you're going to see that all over the place now. Like even if you, even if it was already there, right. Cause now, now it's been magnified in our mind through our RAS. And so, you know, understanding that like when you do have these false beliefs as well, like if we continue to focus on those things, we're going to continue to get those and we're not going to get to where we want to be. And so I talk about like redefining failure, redefining success. Those can be good stepping stones into breaking false beliefs, you know, understanding that like a lot of us have a view of failure that really doesn't serve us. Like it's like everything in our life is a failure and we focus on those so heavily that that's all that we get. We continue to reinforce those in our life and also a success, right? Like if we, if we view success, like I have in the past as like these huge milestone goals and that's all it is, like, it's very hard to live up to that, right? Like I'm not going to be able to find a lot of wins in my week if all I view is like these huge milestones as success. And so that's a huge thing. Redefining success and failure. Also figuring out what your old patterns are, what your false beliefs are. Like what, what do you like believe about yourself that's not serving you and, and trying to, to focus on action plans and just mind reframes that we can do to get you into a better place there. Another thing that I found is huge is practicing gratitude. So I talked about that being a huge thing that I do to help get ahead of stress for the morning. I think it's a great way to also just get yourself into a great mindset and help with false beliefs as well. And among, you know, visualization, the meditation and gratitude are what I do in the morning. I visualize my goals. I visualize who I want to be, which helps reinforce that, that, you know, that new identity and also helps me to, to break, you know, through from some of those chains. Like if I, what I like to do is I like to actually visualize me going towards like a bad habit, right? Or like going towards like some of these things that are pulling me away, some of these false beliefs, and then doing something different, you know, doing the actual thing that I want to do. And, and I found that, that that is really, really beneficial for me. So hopefully that's helpful. You know, with that, that's, that's all that I have when it comes to optimization. Like I know a lot of people probably would be like, so optimizing health and metabolism and, and, and Alex lists off five different things that, that he incorporates into that. So this is the stuff that we work on with our clients in the first phase. And really that's why I'm so passionate about it. And so passionate about this. I love helping people feel better. And like just the, when I, when my clients come to me and they're like, Oh, I'm sleeping so much better. And I see that on their check-in and, Oh, I have so much more energy throughout the day. Oh, you know, my stress has gone down. Like that's what it's all about. Like, and, and that is my favorite part because I know that, that like how much better life is 
that way. I've lived down where, where I felt like crap every day and I wasn't sleeping good. And I just like felt like I was dragging 24 seven and it's not a fun place to be. And so once you are productive, once you are, you do have energy. Once you do wake up and you're rested and you have that consistent energy throughout the day, like life gets so much easier. And if you are somebody who's trying to lose fat, that gets so much easier too. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast, to watch this. You know, if you could, please like, subscribe, rate us on on iTunes or Spotify, you know, just share this with a friend. We appreciate all of the support. It helps us grow. Um, Thanks again, everybody, for for taking that time out of your day to, to watch or listen to this. We appreciate all of you, and I hope you have an awesome rest of your week.